This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl Vandermeerwe, and today in episode 236, our episode is titled The Art of Collaboration, AI-Driven Unit Studies. And I have with me here a guest who has been on the podcast quite a few times recently. Welcome again, Randy Smith. Hello, how are you? Good, thanks. And if you have been a long-time listener, Randy first came on, oh, I don't know, two years ago maybe, I'm talking about media bias, so you can find that one. But then more recently, we have done um, two topics already on ChatGPT. So if you haven't listened to those, go back and listen to to those that will give you some idea of using it in homeschooling in general. But today, I feel like it was Randy's idea to do this experiment. Um, We tend to talk a lot via Instagram, and sometimes we have Instagram messages and emails going at the same time, which is confusing. But (laughs) we we often talk about AI and how this impacts uh, homeschooling. And today what we're going to do is an experiment. We are going to use different tools to create units, a unit study. And we are going to both be talking aloud and telling you what we are seeing. So we're really going to walk you through how you can do this. And hopefully when you see how easy it is, you will go out there and do it. Now, the tool I'm going to be using is ChatGPT. I will have the link to that in the show notes and everything else that we might mention. And we'll have some screenshots of some of the things that we see today as we are working through it. So you can go just scroll down and you should see it in the show notes, or you can go to homeschoolingwithtechnology.com for it. Right, Randy, tell us what you are going to be using um, as we do our unit study. I'm going to be using Khan Migo. So it's part of Khan Academy. That's the Khan and Migo as an Amigo. So it's your your AI friend. Um, Behind the interface, it's still chat GPT as far as the actual engineering behind it. The Khan Academy has created two interfaces, one for teachers and one for students. So I'm gonna be using the teachers one today. So it gives you some different prompts that you're not gonna get on chat GPT. For example, I have a menu and I'm gonna be clicking create a humanities lesson plan. And the reason I say humanities is it's the only option for creating a lesson (laughs) plan at this point. So I will be clicking that and it will ask me some questions. So it kind of, you feel more like you're talking to a person than you do with ChatGPT. And just as a, a disclaimer, I did receive free access to Conmigo to be able to do a review on it a few months ago, a month or two ago. So I just want to say that as a disclaimer, it does cost. a month, which I think to a homeschool parent right now probably sounds like, what in the world would I spend $20 a month on it for? But I also think we used to feel that way about internet access and then high speed Mm -hmm. internet access. So I'm curious if at some point it 
becomes pretty normal to um, pay for AI. Right, right. We'll see. Right. I also read, I'm not sure if it was about Conmigo or if it was just ChatGPT in general, but I think it may be Conmigo because Con typically is free, is that they're hoping to drop the price over the time and eventually it'll become free. They just need it to basically um, pay for what they're creating. Um, I will link to the blog post that Randy wrote as well. And that's really great because you can see again what she's done. So that will also be in the show notes. So go take a look um, that she just did by herself. And so this one we're doing together and comparing. Now, the topic we're going to do is electricity. Um, I picked it because I happen to coach Science Olympia team. And one of the topics that rotates around fairly frequently is electricity. And although I am no scientist uh, or physicist, I always land up as being the coach who has to coach that event. So I have some idea as to what should go into a unit study. So I will be able to look and kind of go, well, I think it's missing things. Or I'll say, wow, it's got more than I know. So we have not done this before. We are literally doing this live with you. So let's go. Let's both put in what we think should be our starting prompts and then talk through what we're getting. Well, let me tell you, Conmigo has asked me a question. It Ah. says, in this activity, we'll talk about your class goals and develop a humanities lesson plan together. Hmm. What topic and grade level would like, well, there's a grammar error there, (laughs) would you like to focus on for this lesson? So electricity, do we, what do we want to say for grade or age level? Fourth through eighth grade. Let's go fourth through eighth okay. grade. Sounds and I'm good. going to say the same thing. And we're wanting, I'm going to ask for an outline. And we're wanting four modules. So let's do it. Okay. So I'm, I'm seeing as this is my podcast, I'm kind of picking the, the options here because Funder Funder does sell four module um, unit studies. So ours are web based. Randy creates unit studies too. Hers are like paper based, if that's a, well, on screen based, whatever. But it's, um, yeah, more your traditional style that you can download your sheets, et cetera, right? And you work through them from what I've seen. Yeah, and lots of links online too. Right. It's a lot of, it's multi things. Multi, multi right, okay. So probably not that different apart from yours is delivered as PDFs, right? Yes. And, and mine are delivered um, in a virtual classroom. So um, we have a very similar style. If you follow, follow us both on Instagram, you'll see we have very similar style and how we share information, et cetera. So um, I think I, and Randy's often for slightly younger, but I would assume that there'll be mm-hmm. quite a lot of you know, similarity, which is why it's fun for us to do this together. Okay, so I'm going to ask mine for, um, if you want to carry on talking while I'm doing it, tell them what um, Khan Miga has told you so far. So I am entering electricity for fourth to eighth grades. And that's all I'm entering since that is the question it asked me. And then what does it ask you next? So it says, oh, electricity, that's a sparky topic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thrilled to help you create an electrifying lesson for your fourth to eighth graders. Now, would you like to see a rough draft of a lesson plan right away? Or would you like to add more details to make it more tailored to your class? Ah. So what details have you added? Okay, to your- so at this part, all I've done is I've said create an item for your study. Um, there should be four modules. Um, I'll tell you what I've got so far now. Okay, so I've told it, create an outline for a web-based unit study on electricity for fourth through eighth grade. There should be four modules. 
And it's giving me that in my first module is an introduction to electricity. Okay, it's it's by the way, it's like really outlining this. It's like got a what is electricity? Define definition and basic concepts. Two importance and applications of electricity in our, our daily lives. Then it goes into the historical overview. Um, then it goes into safety precautions with electricity. So all that is under introduction. Then the second is the fundamentals of electricity. And here it's looking at electric charge and their properties, current voltage resistance, circuits and circuit components is that. And then number three, third module is generating and transmitting electricity. Um, so it's looking at uh, generating it, transmission and distribution renewable energy sources and under that is listed solar wind wind power hydroelectric and geothermal and then the fourth module they have electricity in daily life look at electric circuits and devices um energy conservation efficiency and finally careers in electricity and related fields that's what it's it's done and it's and i didn't go into all the details because under that it's like listed even more things so it's really detailed overview of electricity how does that compare to what you're looking at you got a lot more detail and different. So I asked for four modules based on what you asked, and I got three. <laughs> <laughs> I said, create a rough draft with four modules. So the first one is introduction to electricity. The second is circuits. And the third is conductors and insulators. But mm. under each one, I got different kind of stuff, it sounds like. So I got objectives and standards. I got an essential question for each one. I got materials for each one. I got a hook to start your activity with. I got lesson activities. I got an assessment. Well, I didn't get the actual assessment. Mm -hmm. It just tells just me to do an right. assessment. Um, it gave me some higher order thinking questions. It gave me ideas for extension activities and ideas well, it didn't give me ideas for it. It told me to make sure I'm differentiating it for students who need more support or more challenges. It didn't really give me details how to do that. So at this point, I would say mine has come up with a far more detailed plan, which will be easier for me to use to actually mm -hmm. create a unit study. And I feel like it is pretty logical as to how it's uh, it's divided it up. I'm not sure that I would talk about safety precautions in the introduction to electricity. I'd possibly rather put that with electricity in daily life. That seemed to be, I think I would move that down to the electricity in everyday life um, and out of the introduction. Um, I, I think I would stick with the basic what is electricity and then the history in the beginning and then the fundamentals and then going into more detail and then applying it to, to life. But I, you know, so you can see that neither of us would use it exactly as it is. I do like the idea that it comes up with higher order questions and things like that. Now, for me, I would have to go back and ask that. So okay. I could get those from ChatGPT, but it would take an extra step. Whereas Conmigo is taking some of the guesswork of, you know, what to ask out of it for you is what I'm feeling like. Yes, and they're also directing back to Khan Academy for videos. They're telling you which videos you should go look for on Khan Academy to support the unit study. Right, which is 
great if they i mean i don't always find con videos the most exciting to right. be honest right <laughs> i do occasionally use them but there is a lot out there that's often a whole lot more exciting than con academy so that would be a, yes okay which talking about that you carry on i'm going to now ask it just um what videos does it suggest now typically um, on at least on my version of free one of chat GPT it will just give me the names of them and then you have to like go and actually see if they're there and sometimes they've been taken down so this part is the frustrating idea but I'm going to see what what it will suggest so while you're doing that I'll give you some background on that so I found with chat GPT that it gave me a bunch of videos but everyone said it had been that the link didn't work or whatever it had been taken down but what I found out from a Reddit thread is that ChatGPT looks for keywords in URLs and the YouTube URLs are just random letters and numbers that are created. So it can't, it, it can't work basically. Okay. So it kind of just gives you gobbledygook where Conmigo, <laughs> I guess, knowing it's going to give you gobbledygook. Um, gives you a list of topics to search for on YouTube. Uh, um, this is also one of the things that uh, that if you're looking a lot at uh, AI and chat GPTs, you will hear them talking about chat GPT hallucinating. So you can also sometimes ask it to give you like a quote from something and it will create a person um, give them, you know, sort of say so-and-so, lecture it, whatever, and then we'll give you some quote. And that person may not exist or the quote or anything else, but um, ChatGPT can literally make things up that sound awfully normal mm -hmm. and yet aren't. So, okay, so probably what I have here is my video suggestions is at best is words that I can put in. Mm -hmm. um to actually find it but I mean they have got some good suggestions like and the history they've got the story of electricity an animated historical overview of electricity highlighting key inventors and their contributions now that sounds great to me um so hopefully there is one something like that there because that would be very cool if it so exists. could you copy and paste that and put it into the YouTube search bar and see if there's an app is it saying it's on YouTube or what is it saying? it doesn't say it just gave me okay. names and, um, you know, if I have time, I'll go and have a look and see how many of these yeah, actually, um, if it actually ever exists. Because I feel like the last time I did it, I also just gave up. Um, it did do better on some other things for me than it did on this. Because the other thing which I want to know is, um, are the interactive websites um, that teach about electricity? Um, okay. and, and electricity simulations, because I know they are. So let's see if it can tell us what they are. So that's okay. Know, this is one that I sort of know what's what's available. So I want to see how good it is there. So I'm going to ask it um, interactive websites. Let's see if that comes up. I'm asking the same thing. So this is interesting because I feel like it wasn't doing this the last time I used it. I'm sorry, but I cannot provide any URLs or links to websites other than Khan Academy. So it seems to be directing back to Khan Academy much more than it was a month or two ago. But I also know they've got more safeguards in there so mm. kids can use this. So I also think that's why they're not directing right. out to URLs. Right. Whereas I got 
what I was looking for, at least some of them. So okay. the main one, which we've got a whole episode on, so um, go and look for it. It was probably now two years ago. But FET, which is P-H-E-T, Interactive Simulations, which um, Funder Funder's uh, chemistry teacher, Dr. Kristen Moon, she actually did that with me. That was when with me. I actually met Kristen on that and was so impressed by her that I offered her the job as chemistry teacher at Funder Funder. So <laughs> that's how I got to know her. But we talk about FET, which she and I both love. Um, she used, was using it for chemistry. I was using it for electricity. You actually can make circuits um, online with it so you don't have to like buy all the stuff you could just literally use it but it also gives me energy kids and it gives me the actual which this is what I wasn't doing the last time I looked which is why you have to keep looking because it just mm -hmm. keeps getting better um mm -hmm. it's giving me the urls which it, it was not okay. doing before yes and they're clickable links so I don't know oh. if the if the if I go back and ask it a better question about the videos but it's giving me um uh a um, a government website on electricity. It's giving me FET, which is what I was looking for. BBC Bite Size, which is short videos. I know that I use in some of my um, other classes. It's giving me National Geographic on electricity. And a thing which I don't know about called Energy Quest, which is California Energy Commission. And there's another one called circuitlab.com. And all of these are interactive with simulation. Um, so Ask it if it's got any online tutorials, because I happen to know of an online tutorial, but it might be slightly older. So that might not give me, give me that. Um, okay. While you were doing that, I put in a different request. I'm going to share right. that while you type. I asked for a list of books to use for this lesson plan. And so it gave me five. I didn't put a number. I feel like if I'd asked for 10, it would have given me right. 10. But it gave me the title, the author, and a short description of the book. It would be nice if it had um, the number of pages. But it gave me The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. Oh, yes. Os yes, I love that book. We just read it this year. Oscar and the Bird, a book about electricity. And it does, that's for younger students. Electrical Wizard, How Nikola Tesla Lit Up the World. Switch On, Switch Off by Melvin Berger and the magic school bus and the electric field trip. So it does give you very specific books you could use. Nice. Okay, and I got online tutorials. Um, it didn't come up with, uh, it came up with Khan Academy, all about circuits, um, LearnSpark, Fun, and another one with Learn Circuits with Arduino, online tutorials and another one called electricsclub.info it didn't come up with the one that i normally use but it's probably because we said fourth through eighth and this is kind of high school but for science olympiad i need <laughs> higher and that's one called i think it's it's physics online i think is what it's called but what you said is that i wonder what about movies that we could link to um, all right and when i asked for online tutorials it told me again it can't give me urls so I've changed my request to say, can you give me the name of online tutorials about electricity? I feel like these names are very generic and not, well, okay. It's giving me the names of ones on Khan Academy. So the names themselves are very generic. All right. Okay, I asked you for movies. It wasn't very helpful. It's kind of added Sorcerer's Apprentice and <laughs> Frankenstein and The Prestige, which is too old for this. But it did come up with one might be interesting called The Current War, a historical drama about between uh, the intense rivalry between Edison and George Westinghouse, 
which I don't know anything mm. about. And so now I'm interested mm. to see. Um, the last thing, because we are running out of time, is look and see what it can give you about quizzes. All right. And then I did, I asked for, can you give me some movies or documentaries about electricity? Uh -huh. So I, I did, I do feel like and I got a better list. Right. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to ask for quiz questions. Oh, you can yes. Because then you can actually take them and you can put them into, you know, Google Forms or anything. And also, though, now, if you ask it, okay, I know I read this, that if you ask it to provide it for you in a certain format, you can then use that format and put it into something like um, Quizzes or um, Kahoot. Mm. And so, because all of those have um, ways that you can input questions from other places to importing. Right. So if you ask it to create the questions and produce them in the format that they're, they're needed for Kahoot or quizzes, they will produce that and you just input it. So particularly, nice. you know, for me, who's creating this like as an online class, but even as just a mom, if your kids like actually playing that, and if you've got more than one kid and you can they can play against each other, this would be fun. They did give me, they gave me a whole bunch of quizzes here. There's one on science kids, one on soft schools, one on ducksters. Um, the ducksters are often nice because they'll be um that have like a page about something, and then there's like quizzes at the end of the ducksters. Right. I know I use them in various of my things, and then there's again BBC has one. And then another site. So they they just use now. Obviously, you, I could have asked. I know them all, but I could have asked. You know, what are websites that you could find quizzes on? And hopefully, it would give you more. But um, and if you listen to this podcast, you wouldn't need to know that. I asked for questions because I knew it was not going to give right. me URLs. So it did give me ten questions, and it gave me the answers. So they're WH questions or name the one is name the two types of electric charges. So and then it gave me answers so most are short answers some are a longer sentence or two like what is the difference between a series circuit and a parallel circuit i wonder if i ask for multiple choice questions what it would yeah. give me yeah I, I know that chat gpt will because i've done that um i actually did that for science olympiad when i couldn't find when we were trying to like uh, we ran out of practice tests that we could find i got uh chat gpt to create mm. things for us to practice on now you always have to check because again it can yes. sometimes hallucinate the answers um so it's not always correct but at least it gives you something to start with and you don't have to do all the work yourself and I find if it's a topic there's lots of information on, which electricity is one of those topics, it does really well. Right. If it's a topic there's not a lot of information on, that's when it makes up stuff. Like I had recently done some unit studies on the U.S. territories, and I was having trouble finding famous people from one of them. I think it was like mm -hmm. the Northern Mariana Islands. So I asked ChatGPT, and it gave me a list. I was all excited and then I looked up the people and they were from other places. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. so it's still, so that's, that's how big qualify. This really does save a lot of time. And um, I, I'm going to actually go and create this unit study when it's up, I'll link to it in the show notes. Mm -hmm. And if you create one, um, Randy, send me the link too, and I'll add yours in as well. Um, obviously as parents, you know, you can go and do exactly what we did, or if you, want to you can pass a little bit of money and we'll give you what we've done and put it all together in a nice way that your kids can just sit and go through it <laughs> and we'll have checked that um our whatever we're using has not hallucinated and yes giving answers. so <laughs> we are still giving you value we am, you know i am now as i'm creating unit studies i am using chat gpt for outlining etc 
but I'm not trusting it. So um, we are still putting in the work and saving you some work. Yes. Anything final, Randy, before we close up here? I would just really encourage homeschool parents, even if they're not going to start creating their own unit studies, to get on these different platforms and play around. Because I am convinced AI is going to totally change the work landscape for this generation that we are raising right now. And the more we know about it, the better. And the best way to learn, it's like our kids learn, is hands-on learning. So just get in there, play around. Exactly. And this is why, yeah, this is why Randy and I will often talk because she'll message me and say, oh, have you just seen that? Or I'll say, hey, look at this. And, and, you know, try and find people. Um, I don't have that many people local to me. So Randy is my, my chat GPT person. And we, we just do it over messages. Um, But find people who are excited about this and understand that this is whether you like it or not, this is, this is here and it's not going to go away and figure out how to use this and how to teach your children to use it well. And I'm always happy to chat with people on Instagram. I spend more time chatting with my online friends than my (laughs) real life friends, I think. So feel free to message me, um, which is just at peanut butterfish lessons on Instagram. If you're playing around with it, I'd be happy to brainstorm with people. Right. And I'm at Funder Funder Education. And I will put those also both in the show notes as well as um, Randy's website is, which I forgot to mention in the beginning, but it's Peanut Butter Fish Lessons. And we'll link to that as well. And as I say, if she actually creates this, we'll also link to this one. She's got lots of fun unit studies and um, go and have a look, if, especially yours are more slightly younger than mine. So if you've got mm-hmm. young kids, go to Randy. And if your kids are sort of fourth grade and up, come and look at mine. Um, different, but sort of similar in the way we go about things and um, how we want your kids to be involved in their learning and not just passively sitting and watching videos and, uh, you know, clicking on multiple choice questions. Although we've asked all those things, mm-hmm. our, our, our unit studies are very interactive and get them actually thinking and working on it. All right. Well, that's all there is for us today. Thanks, Randy, for joining me again. Thank you for hosting. And I will, oh, the other place you'd come to is our um, Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology podcast community. I keep forgetting to mention that at the end. If you love this episode, please share it with friends. Uh, This is a topic that not a lot of people are covering in homeschooling. So maybe share it on your social media. We'd love a rating and review because that makes us found by more people. And I will see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.